Welcome to All Ears Senior Living Success, where we talk with industry leaders to make sure you find success in your community. My name is Matt Riders, and I'm the co-founder of Eversound, a company dedicated to improving quality of life for older adults by giving them the gift of hearing. Welcome back. Today, I'm joined by my friend, Melissa Banco founder of Banco Design and BD Studio Collection. I've gotten to know Melissa on the conference circuit, and she's one of those few people that lights up any room that she walks into. She's also the only person when demoing Eversound made me sing Britney Spears to her, and of course I did it. Uh, but, thank, <laughs> but thanks so much for joining me today, Melissa. And that's how I knew that we would be best friends, is that anytime that there's a request to just like in real time, just start karaoke and you did it and you killed it by the way. So, uh, thank you. Interview over. That's all we need. Thank you. Great. Everybody have a great day. Uh, Matt will be sending out his demo later today. So great job. That was how many years ago was that? Probably definitely before the pandemic. Yeah. I think of time now, uh, 2019 probably. Yeah. And the world and the industry has changed even since then, but you were a joy. That's to true. Me. And you've just blossomed and been following you and just so proud of all the things that you are doing and such an advocate for our industry. So thank you for that. Well, it's so kind of you to say, and you're going to make me blush here and you can see it across my whole face and head here, but uh, <laughs> um, I, I digress. But you know, Melissa, can you share a little bit of your background and, and what inspired you to start Banco Design? That is a really good question. Um, I think it was a couple of things. I know it was a couple of things. I worked for a couple of big firms here in Atlanta, and the focus for those firms was not senior living. Um, and I did really want to focus on that vertical. I got a taste of it at one of the, the larger firms I was working at here in Atlanta. And um you know, really just fell in love with the vertical. I fell in love with the project type um, and and the feel good behind finishing a project and watching residents enjoy a space that you've designed um, and worked alongside a team with. But one of the biggest, you know, fuels to starting Banco Design was to be able to provide to our clients uh, a true soup to nuts experience and being able to provide all of the services um, in the interior design process, including procurement and install in one place. So we are unapologetically just design here. Um, we work with lots of brilliant architects and other consultants, but we do focus on design here. And we wanted to be able to provide all of those other additives that clients um, sometimes need to go and find with other consultants, procurement, warehouse installation, um, art consulting services, even some marketing and branding. Um, and so to be able to provide all of that in one place was what we really set out to do. And quite candidly, we wanted a, uh, a, a culture, um, a work environment that I didn't find anywhere else and that people who have gravitated to be here also couldn't find anywhere else. Um, so it was, I guess it was layered and why we decided to start Banco Design. Uh, we're rolling into our ninth year this year. That's so exciting. Well, happy early birthday on that. And that, yeah, I was so excited to have you on because I feel like I know so little about interior design and uh, I know you're one of the best out there. And so, yeah, I was pumped to get you on here because 
you know, another question I have is, you know, why create furniture specifically for, you know, older adults? And what have you learned about the necessary unique features needed for this user type? That's a good question. Uh, we design very resumercially here at Banco Design. Um, we are providing uh, project design and furniture design, furniture packages that look very residential, but have a commercial quality to them because obviously they need to be very durable. Um, uh, so we found that there was not, there was a gap in the market. We couldn't find what we were looking for. And we found ourselves building a lot of furniture because there was, um, you could either find really sexy furniture that didn't make sense for a commercial application, or you were able to find commercial, um, product that honestly looked like it needed to be in a bank of America and not a, a beautiful senior living community. So, um, we decided uh, that if we were having an issue finding those those great pieces and we were building quite a bit of it, then other designers probably were having that same issue too. So we really focused on creating a design collection um, with Fairfield Chair. Uh, we were really excited to launch that um, last year that combined the two. Really good looking furniture that you would see in someone's home, but it now can be uh, you know placed in a commercial building. It's scrubbable, washable. It has the right stretchers. It as a higher, uh, you know, w weight to it. So um, we just wanted to combine the two because we weren't able to find it. So you have a problem. That was our solution to the problem was to to build a collection for us and for other designers out there that were designing in the, the senior living space. But I think too, with that furniture collection, it wasn't to just pigeonhole it into senior living that you can have universal <laughs> furniture and that you can apply it to lots of different demographics. We actually have other verticals that are purchasing from the senior living collection because it's pretty and it's durable and it's applicable to lots of different age groups, um, which we are thrilled to see that it's being, uh, that we have other designers from other verticals that are gravitating to the furniture. So, yeah. I love, I love that. Yeah. The inspiration, the resumercial, I think that's the first time I've ever heard that phrase. Uh, <laughs> don't ask, don't ask me to spell it, please. But, uh, type <laughs> it. Okay. Okay. I can do the hyphen. Um, we talk about some of the different verticals and I think, you know, from an outside person looking in, right, senior living is kind of all lumped into one. But one of the things we continue to see getting more attention is is active adult. And I'm curious how you're thinking about designing for this vertical and this community type differently than a senior living community. So we joke here that active adult, which we're doing quite a bit of it. Um, it's a, a hot little mini market is it's like senior living and multifamily and hospitality on a baby. <laughs> so there are aspects that you want to be, uh, that you want to focus on that maybe you would also focus on if you were designing a senior living community, um, because it is age targeted so that there, there is some, some takeover from that senior living space, but it is multifamily too, because there's not a, a true care component. Um, it's actually more focused on preventative than it is care. And then here at Banco, we actually have um, a, a diverse um, portfolio in country clubs. We did a, a lot of country club work when we first started the firm. And so we found ourselves actually reverting back to that country club mentality because it's this hosting, this hospitality, this resort, this you know wonderful club that our active adults want to hang out in. So 
we are we are sort of beg borrowing and stealing from other verticals because we are multi-vertical here. Uh, we do a lot of senior living, but we also um, design for multifamily and hospitality. So um, it is this wonderful little mashup um, as far as a project type. We're really enjoying the active adult uh, communities that we're working on now, and we're so excited to roll those out here in the next couple of years. We have a lot in dirt right now. Yeah, no, that's yeah, it makes so much sense of those like few different things all coming together, having a baby. Cause yeah, it's like a little bit of the best of both worlds. And it's really yes. cool when you can take inspiration and what's worked in others. And yeah, I think the country club makes perfect sense for, for that sort of, uh, that sort of setup. Um, and I know one of the things you mentioned early on, you know, both when you're inspired to start Banco Design was trying to create a culture that you couldn't find anywhere. And, you know, I, I wanted to spend some time talking to you about culture because you know, in addition to being a, a kick-ass founder, you also seem like a kick-ass mom. I think we're Facebook friends or Instagram friends and I see the posts. Um, but how do you view being a working parent and, you know, how do you think companies should support families? So that is one thing from a personal standpoint that I honestly didn't find at other firms. I was one of um, only a couple working moms at at the firms that I was at. Um, and it was tough. It was tough um, having babies and trying to juggle all those things, especially early on, needing more flexibility. Um, and this is, you know, not just for moms. This is for dads. Um, this is for grandparents. This is for um, parents of animals. Even you, you have to have balance. You have to have uh, a place, uh, a workplace that supports family first. And I don't, I don't think I truly ever had that or found that. Um, I, we had had our third baby, um, and I was begging for some flexibility from the nine to five. Um, and I really enjoyed my job and I was even then a workaholic and just needed a little bit of investment in my family um, and I just don't feel like I found that. So it was really important when we started the firm that we provided a true work-life balance, which sounds very cliche, but it's it's very much family first here. There's no such thing as a true interior design emergency um, where, you know, if, if family is needed or you need to be with family rather, that's what comes first here. Um, and we fully realize that if we if we invest in our folks here that they're going to be loyal to us and they're going to invest back in us. Um, and so it was, again, even, you know, we were talking about the furniture, like you, you can't find it, you know, create it. That's what we did here at Banco. We couldn't find what we wanted in culture, a lot of us. And so we created a place where we could have those things that we didn't find elsewhere. So, um, I, we are providing here all the things as a young mom, I wish I would have had, um, support with travel and what those times look like, support with uh, flexibility in the workday. Uh, we have a lovely mother's room for our nursing mamas that I prayed I <laughs> would have had um, when my kids were littler. And uh, listen, momming and dadding doesn't just go away after their babies. You, st you still need that support and that flexibility when they're toddlers and when they have sports events and um, I've got a senior who's going to college next year. So we've been pouring colleges and it's just, you know, knowing that your team has you covered and it's okay, go tour the college, go be with a sick baby and we're going to cover you while you're gone. And then when you're back, we'll all hit it hard again together. So um, that's something that we do think is different here is that it really is a family first, um, you know, culture. Um, many companies say it, but we feel like we're truly living it.
Yeah, it's super important. And, you know, speaking from experience, I'm on the other side of the the parenting where, you know, my daughter's not going to college, but going <laughs> to move up in the daycare here soon, uh-huh. move it a lot more, but, you know, just a year and a half. And and yeah, I mean, I've, I've been a part of creating our own culture, but couldn't imagine a culture where like that isn't a priority, right? And I right. think it's, it's just, uh, you know, great for you to go out and create that and, and give that an opportunity because, yeah, I mean, when you always see those interviews with people and what they regret most, it, it all revolves around family for the most part. They didn't wish that they worked more or did any of that. And that will be there when you get back. And, you know, it's just a great reminder to to show that you care about it and like practicing what you actually preach. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I was in art school and, um, actually found out that we were pregnant with our first and I will never forget. I had a professor that said to me, okay, you're going to have to pick. You are either going to be a mom or you can have a career, but it's, you, you can't have both. You need to pick. And I remember saying to myself, you want to bet. <laughs> oh, I, and now I have a, a fantastic support system. So it's always lovely when, when folks have that outside of their work family. Um, but you can have both. It's about balance and it's about support. And it's about the team that you build around you and the partner that you choose and all those great things. So you can have both. Um, listen, it's going to always be that juggle that we were talking about. Um, I try to miss very little with the kids and they have a ton of activities and sometimes mom is traveling, but I do get a lot. Wow. You travel so much and you're at this conference and you have to go see a client. And I get a a lot of, you have to do that. I'm so sorry for you. Um, I also don't know that I would get as much of that if I was a male. (laughs) So, uh, you know, it's a lot of like, should you be at home? Um, I have a wonderful husband who's at home with our kids and that works for our family. Um, but I don't have to go and do those things. I'm super blessed that I get to do those things on behalf of the brand. Um, and I think I'm building, you know, a family structure that's really strong and foundation. And my kids know that again, you can have both. So whether you're, it's my sons or my daughter that go out and want all of the things, want the family, want the career, just work really hard on how to make it happen. And you can, you, you can have it all. It's just about balance. Yeah. And I and I see that in you, Matt, following you. You are so great about that. And it's been so fun to see you with your little um, because you're just you're you're still driven and you're doing all the things and you're such a fantastic dad. And you can see that through your post. So kudos to you, man. You figured it out. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, I've kind of changed my own philosophy. I don't really think it is a balance, more of a blend. And when I can incorporate my family and the things that I'm I'm doing and like get them excited about that. I hope Adelaide will be excited when she's keeps showing up on my post, but, uh, you know, we're, we're working towards that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, it's uh it's a great point. And, you know, I can't believe that professor said that to you. Cause I even think of my own wife who, you know, is on the verge of getting her second masters, um, Amazing. has worked full time, was pregnant and has basically gone through an MBA program being pregnant, working full time, and now being a mother to a year and a half old. And, uh, you know, I think, as much as she supports me and the stuff that I do and the travel that I do, you know, it's definitely a, a two-way street on that. I'm just grateful that we can be, you know, in that journey together here. Absolutely. You're, we're built for each other. There's nothing in life that we're really supposed to do solo. Um, and it's it, that's in work. That's in our, you know, our family and, and all the things that we do. It's all about people. And if you put them first and you work together, there's nothing you can't do. Just you know, again, built for each other. It's yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> yeah. And one of the questions I have, because I, I 
I would guess that your um you know, when you think of your your family first culture and all of that, that that probably hasn't changed much before the pandemic, during the pandemic and after pandemic. But, you know, has your philosophy just like on culture at had changed at all as we're going through the pandemic there and really embracing that uh, working from home philosophy there for a while? Uh, not really. I, I, we, when we started the firm, um, we did equip all of our team members with laptops and that was not um, that was not really founded a lot of other firms. It was still, you know, you're in the office and you're working at a desktop. So we were set up for success in the beginning of the pandemic because we were already equipped to work remote. Um, listen, in our industry, we are creatives and we are designing every day. And so it was essential that we continued that. We figured out how to do it on a screen, but when it was safe enough, we were pretty quick to come back into the office together and to be back in a studio I think the thing that changed about us and our mindset um, with the pandemic was it drove home that we were built for each other mentality and that you had to ever more work as a team and that we needed each other in that creative process to bounce ideas off of. It was stifling as an artist to be at home by yourself and to not have your team there because even on a screen, it's not the same thing as being in a room with people's energy. And it was hard to not be with our clients because we're so relationship driven. So to not have them in the same room and like feed off of what they were thinking and and being in real time with them face to face. And then, of course, it was um, it was, you know an educational process with how important it was that we were designing communities that brought people together. Um, and so to really continue to push that even through a pandemic, um, socialization and being with each other in the state face to face in the same room, there's nothing like it. So I think that kind of just drove home how important we, we saw it and that we, you know, continued that effort in getting people together. Um, because, our core focus here, our mission statement here, our core values here at Banco, it's all about people. So even if you read what our mission statement is like, you're an interior design company. It's like, yes, we are. But we're about the people here that work for us. We're about the folks that we work for. And we are definitely about our residents and our guests. So it's it's all about people. So I think that that was just drove it home. To us. Yeah, makes sense. Um you know, when you can do that, I can't imagine a creative just sitting in a room by themselves and they need to really just share those ideas. And I think there's there's pros and cons to each, but definitely understand that and being in the same room and, and really doing that. And yeah, knowing you, you're definitely people first. So uh, <laughs> um, well, one of the questions that I want to go back to, you know, being a working parent, right? Uh, do you have any lessons that you've learned that you would want to share with our listeners? I think, especially if I have younger parents that might pose that question to me, I'm, you know, a season ahead of some of our working parents here. Um, it is that if you have the right team behind you um, and they have your back, which we do here at Banco, don't miss the things. Don't miss the ball game. Um, it's okay to say I can't travel that week because I've got a dance recital I've got to be at. I think it's just making sure that you've got that priority um, because family is everything and and your people are everything. Um, and it's just being communicative about what you need um, uh, to keep family first. Um, and I, we have that here. It's a good, I can't do that that week. Can somebody cover me? Because I've got to be here. Um, and also to be pretty honest with your clients, 
and, and maybe that's like a good segue from what changed during the pandemic. It's like as working moms before this and dads, it was like, don't let the baby scream. Don't let the dog bark. You know, don't let that happen. And now it's like babies on laps. Dogs are barking. It's like, hold up your dog. What does your dog look like? So I do love that the pandemic kind of humanized all of us as team members. Um, and I think that that's really cool. I wish that would have happened earlier on in my career, maybe not with a pandemic, but um, just being able to have those conversations about kids and grandkids. And that's a common link with a lot of us is uh, family and what we do, even, you know, kids and stuff aside, it's like what you do outside of being your job, you know, what, what, it, what are your activities that you like to do that again, fuels that whole, whole relationship. So, um, you know, I think that, uh, again, it sort of humanized that experience, but my advice would be, don't miss the things, put the kids first. You're never going to, you're never going to regret that you did. Yeah, that's a great point. And yeah, I, I, I love, yeah, definitely. I noticed during the pandemic, it normalized a lot of those things. I remember I had to moderate a panel. There's like 350 people on it. My daughter came home sick from school and my wife had to go somewhere. So she's literally laying on my chest the entire time. And, uh, you know, and probably a few years ago, they'd be like, what the heck is this guy doing? But now it's like, Hey, we got to roll with the punches and just like ultimately got to do what's setting our family up for success. And, you know, really trying to bring that home. Well, and it's what you're teaching them too, right? It's, yeah. um, we d did a little interview recently, uh, for a little uh, award show and, um, somebody asked me what was your proudest moment, uh, to date. And it really, it wasn't even, it, it was about the firm, but it was that my daughter who is 18 and, you know, trying to be cool for an 18 year old, that's really hard. And she said to me, you know, we're, my friends and I are so proud of you. Like what they call me boss lady, Melissa. And they're like, <laughs> just to be boss lady work. That's so cool. And that was like a huge moment for me as a mom to go, wow, she's been watching these years. And I felt guilty, you know, um, building the business and the brand and she was alongside me and she's proud of it. And so that's all you can hope, you know, when they grow up that they see that the hard work was also for them. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Um, and now my, my final question here for you, Melissa, you know, as we're looking through the rest of 2023, yep. if you were to give senior living providers, design firms, kick-ass parents, uh, <laughs> just three guiding principles as we continue to move forward, what would you say? Okay. Three is really hard. I would say three is really hard. But what I will say is take the leap if you're thinking you should take the leap, that there is so much good in being uncomfortable. There are a lot of things we've done here at the firm that people thought we were crazy. Some of it panned out and some of it didn't. If it didn't pan out, we sure did learn from it. But it's to live boldly and to, and to do it. Um, again, if, if, if it is a fail, you're still going to learn a ton from it. Um, so it's be bold and I, and we're telling our clients, even that like, there's all this talk about doing things differently. And there's all this talk about being innovative and doing something that nobody else is doing enough talking about it, do it. <laughs> so, um, I think that that would be maybe a little bit layered, but that would be my advice for everyone in 23. It's take the risk, fulfill the big idea take the leap and do it. Um, because what, what is, what, what, what's the bad side of doing that? Right. And so it's, it's pushing boundaries a little bit and living really boldly, um, and not wasting any more time just talking about it. 
I love that. Well, <laughs> Melissa, thank you so much. I'm so happy you didn't ask me to uh, sing Britney Spears on this. And uh, we will end it there. I thought about it. I was like, do we do it? Maybe like a little flash mob thing. Maybe next time. Next time. We'll give it. Well, we'll have you back on. Well, thank you so much for joining us here today, Melissa. And our, our listeners will get a lot out of this. Appreciate you. It was good to talk to you. I'll see you soon. If you'd like to know when we post the next episode, make sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you're interested in how Eversound can help improve the quality of life in your community, find out more at eversoundhq.com.